Welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Gold. And I'm Chris Rotundo. And we just had our week two recaps, and now you guys know the drill. We're going to do some week three preview. Um, Chris, since we're recording on a Friday, we do have to go through the Steelers-Browns games. And before we get to that, I guess we'll have to see your thoughts and opinions. So let's quickly roll the intro and get into it. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, Chris, so Steelers-Browns, I'll let you have the floor since, uh, you know, your team got the spotlight here on Thursday night and uh, tough, tough loss here. Um, to be honest with you, I'm really not that surprised. Either outcome, the Steelers, they, they, they typically do have bounce back spots on a Thursday night, but wasn't surprised at this. The offense is averaging 14.7 points per game. Sam, the offensive line looks like me and you out there trying to block. Um, and we're just throwing screen passes on third and 16. It was a pitiful offense pitiful offense the um the defense is exhausted because all they're doing is being out there because the offense sucks fire Matt Canada get a new offensive coordinator I don't think it's time to start saying bring in Kenny Pickett because I think it'll just be the same thing because the offense is so bad you have talent there and you're only putting up 14 points a game get a new offensive coordinator see what happens under Mitch and then make the change don't put in a new quarterback in this awful offensive system right now and and run the risk of ruining him as well. Um, I don't know, really not too much to say besides that. Besides, I've seen high school teams with better offenses than this right now. It's a shame because you guys were actually moving the ball pretty well in the first half, and then the second half, you guys just collapsed. And, I mean, I don't know if it was an adjustment from the Browns that helped it, but, I mean, look, I, I came to this game expecting it to be low scoring, and after halftime, I was like, all right, this is the both teams look pretty good. And then the Browns just kind of pulled away there. Um, you know, you guys also missed a field goal, which, you know, ended up being pretty crucial because um, then you guys would have, I think, only had to go for a field goal at the end of the game. But we're not counting that last play of the game. That was those plays happen like once or twice a year where the guy fumbles trying to do one of those like tossing back and forth plays. So the score is really 23 to 17. So, you know, there was a lot of factors I went into this game where you guys just, you know, it just didn't work out. And, you know, as a Najee Harris fantasy owner, yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated for you guys that you guys just dump it off in third and 16. Like, you guys should just dump it off on first and 10 and just see what happens. Put it – just put it into your guys' best hand. Like, like look, the running up the middle, no matter who you got in the backfield, although I have to say Jalen Warren looks 10 times better than Najee Harris – which is really concerning, but not for Warren, but for Harris. But anyways, stop running it up the middle. Like there's no point with your offensive line. Literally just do design screens on first down and just try to get it to Deontay Johnson or George Pickens. Like how do you look at the catch that George Pickens had, which people are saying better than OBJ? I don't know. It's very, very close for me. It is close, but I think OBJ gets the – gets it because he had the touchdown yeah i think the more difficult catch was george Pickett. like I, like the way he was moving contorting his body to catch that was pretty they nuts. were both so like, OBJ difficult, just but... had to reach all the way backwards 
like George Pickens had to do the same, but also like twist half his body. It was pretty crazy. It's, but, it's um, close, but I give it to Odell just because there was a touchdown there. Yeah, and he was getting held too. Um, but I think but, I think we spent too much time on this game, Sam. It's it's yeah, time actually, to, to move on. I'll give kudos to Jacoby Brissett. He looked pretty good in this game. No, he doesn't get enough love sometimes. But um, all right, yeah, we can move on. And uh, yeah, we'll just go through these games here for week three, and we'll give our you know usual score prediction to start with the game. Pretty intriguing, Bills Dolphins. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I think Buffalo. They're the best team in the football right now. I know it's only been two weeks, but I think they're the hottest team in football right now. They're the top of everyone's power rankings. Uh, I have the Bills winning this game. I think that there will be some points scored, but I think that uh, nobody should be coming here expecting Miami to drop another, what was it, 40 points again? I don't see that happening. I do see it being um, points will be scored, and I think that it will be, I'm going to say, 32 to 26 Buffalo. Yeah, I like that score. I agree. The Bills are going to win this game. Um, I think it'll be close in the first half. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to be riding that wave of momentum. They're at home in Miami. Um, so I think they're going to get off to a hot start, kind of pretty competitive through the first half. But then when things settle down, you know, the Bills defense, they do their thing. Josh Allen gets in a groove. Then I think the Bills are going to pull away a little bit. Because at the end of the day, I just don't think the Dolphins are as good as the Bills yet. Look, Dolphins are a fun team, new and exciting head coach, great weapons, but the Bills just have their shit together more than any other team besides maybe the Chiefs, in my opinion. So I have to say the score, I'll go Bills 37, Dolphins 24. All right, I like that. I like that. All right, and then uh, Jets-Bengals, another game that I'm going to, so – you know, that also means I'll probably miss all these one o'clock games on red zone. But uh, as per usual, I'll be keeping up on track on, you know, Instagram and on my phone and stuff. So this is the game I'm going to be able to give you guys the uh, in-depth analysis next week. And uh, I honestly <laughs> don't think I don't I don't know what to say about this game. I mean, the Bengals, if they lose their season's over, I know that might be overreacting, but it's not at the same time. Like you, you lose to the Jets, you go and three. It's it's done. So. I think Joe, like I just said last episode, I think Joe Burrow's got that Tom Brady quality in him where he's going to have that fire. He's going to stay focused and they're going to pull it out. And I think it's going to be close for a while, but I think the Bengals are just good enough to pull it out here. I just knowing that me and my dad are going to this game, like it's definitely just going to be a heart attack game. Like I can just see it. It's also 27 to 24 Bengals in a close one. Okay, we're on a – you're higher scoring and closer than I am. I really don't think it's going to be that much of a contest. I think the Bengals bounce back. I, I just think it's 21 to 10 Bengals. Pretty boring game, not too much to talk about. I think Jamar Chase dominates as well as Joe Mixon. I think they both find the box, and I think Joe Burrow has 300 passing yards as well. Okay, yeah. Well, at least we both agree on the uh, Burrow bounce back. All right, um, a game where I can't believe I'm saying this, but – Raiders, Titans, one of these teams will leave the field that 0-3. Both playoff teams last year, both teams that had high hopes going into the season. Um, The Titans are at home. And as a Chiefs fan, I feel obligated to pick against the Raiders as I desperately want them to go 0-3 as well. Um, In my gut of guts, I feel like the Raiders are the better team and they'll probably win this game. I'll pick the Titans just because I that would be great for the Raiders to go 0 3. I'll see Titans pull this out 20 
23 to 19. Um, the Titans, they look like one of the worst teams in football right now, Sam. Uh, <laughs> they, without AJ Brown, their passing, their, their passing attack is dead. Derrick Henry, if he doesn't rush for 150 yards and two touchdowns, this team struggles, as we've seen, because he's failed to do that these first two games. And teams that are just going to stack the box and stop him. The Raiders, they should have won last week. It was that fluky fumble that got returned for a touchdown. That was that was crazy. They choked late. But I think the Raiders, they're going to put points up on this team. And I really don't see who's going to stop Darren Waller, who's going to stop Devontae Adams. Uh, Titans are going to... They're going to be overwhelmed, and I think the Raiders. I I I, I just think it's I think thirty-one to six Raiders. Okay, all right, six points at home against a terrible Raiders defense. That's we'll see what happens. I mean, whatever team loses, their season's over. So we'll see. All right, Saints Panthers. Once again, Panthers lose. I think their season's over. Oh and three, you can't come back from that as a as a already not too talented Panthers team. Uh, I think the Saints defense is going to rattle them, especially Baker Mayfield early on in this game. And, you know, Jameis coming off of a three interception loss. I think this is the perfect game for Jameis to now have a three touchdown game because that's just how he rolls. So I think it's a perfect storm for the Saints to bounce back and win here against a division opponent. I'd say it's a pretty ugly game. I'll go 20. I'll go 20 to 10 Saints. I think Saints are going to win. Panthers, they're just not a very good team. They need to utilize McCaffrey more in the passing game. I think that they're trying to do less of that just to kind of keep him healthy. Uh, as you can see, uh, Baker's not good and Darnold's not good. So they have a quarterback issue there. I don't know what's going to happen, but their Panthers season was over before it even started. It was, I think a win for them is if if McCaffrey can stay <laughs> McCaffrey can stay healthy. I think it's a I think it's a weird scoring game. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 18-17, uh, Saints. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Patriots-Ravens. Now, I don't know why I have a gut feeling that the Patriots just might randomly upset the Ravens here in their home opener. I don't know why I feel that, but although it could go either way, it could honestly be a blowout in the Ravens' favor too. Like For some reason, I'm so back and forth in this game. I feel like as long as Belichick shuts down Lamar Jackson, like – they have a great shot, but at the same time, the Ravens defense isn't very good. And I don't know. Well, you know, the pa- the Patriots offense is terrible too. So yeah, the Patriots st- off. Yeah, Patriots have a pretty bad offense as well. I'm kind of stuck to be honest. I'll pick the Ravens, but I will not be shocked if the Patriots win either, just because it's they're the Patriots. I don't know. I'll go 21 to 20, Ravens. I think I think the Ravens win this game. Um, I just think that, yeah, they can try and shut down Lamar, but they're going to have to try and shut down a guy like Mark Andrews, who they, they could do that successfully, but it's Lamar. He gets one long run, and boom, he could take it to the house, as we saw last week. I think the Ravens win. I think it's, I think it's 23-12 Ravens. All right. Um, and then Vikings-Lions. Usually there is at least one game every week where a team blows a giant lead. I think it's going to be the Vikings this time that blow the lead. Um, it's going to be a high-scoring game. These teams have great offenses. The Vikings are at home. They usually beat the Lions at home. But I don't know. There's something about the Lions right now where I could just see the Vikings blowing it to them. Uh, I'll say in overtime, DeAndre Swift gets the game-winning run 
for about 20 yards, 20 yard touchdown run to win the game. I will say 33 to 27 in overtime. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to split here. I think the Vikings have a bounce back spot. I do think it's high scoring. I think they win 35 to 32. And I think um, Justin Jefferson sets up the game winning field goal. Okay. Game winning field. All right. So we, we both got, you know, down to the wire. Last play uh, wins here. All right. Commanders, Eagles. Um, I'm sorry, Commanders fans. You should have beat the Lions last week because you're going to get decimated, in my opinion. I just think the Eagles are a far better team than you. Their defense is great. The Commanders have literally no defense to stop Jalen Hurts in this offense right now. All right, Sam. I think everyone's overlooking the fact that uh, one Mr. Carson Wentz used to play in Philadelphia, and then he used to play in Indianapolis, and now he's Chris, here stop. in, in Washington. On the Carson Wentz bad bandwagon, and it failed. You can't do it again. Carson Wentz will beat the Eagles this week, and it is going to take the world by storm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. it's going to be. I don't, I don't know if anything Carson Wentz does takes the world by storm. But... This game will be one for the ages. <laughs> Remember this, Sam. The ages. One for the right. ages. I don't know what and it is with you and Carson Wentz. But... This. This game will be an all-time classic at the whopping score of 25 to 22. That's <laughs> an all-time classic. What all a great time. score. I had to build it up for that lousy score. Yeah, 25-22. Okay. Uh, I'm just p- simply going based off a uh, revenge narrative here. And I think that the Eagles, they're running hot right now, I understand, but they got to pump the brakes a little bit, guys. It's a long season and time to get humbled here by an inferior team. I just can't picture who on the commander's defense is going to stop Jalen Hurts in that offense, but hey man, I guess we'll see. Upsets happen every week, and this would be one I don't think too many people would expect, but I I think it's going to happen this week. Colts-Chiefs. All right. Well, people think the Chiefs are just going to kill the Colts. I think not a shot. Uh, this is a trap game written all over it, in my opinion. Chiefs coming off of a huge home opener win on Thursday Night Football against their division rivals. Um, they get 10 days off of rest, and now they head to Indianapolis for a 1 o'clock game. It just screams trap game for me. I think the Chiefs will win, but I think we're gonna, I'm going to have a heart attack a few times during this game. Uh, the Chiefs' run defense is just terrible. Jonathan Taylor is going to bounce back. They get Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce back healthy. Shaq Leonard comes back. So the Colts aren't going to look like the team they were against the Jaguars. Plus, it's their, own, it's their home opener. They're pissed off. They think they should be a playoff team. They're sick of being 0-2 or 0-1-1. Um, they're going to keep it close. They're going to score some points. But, you know, I got to pick the Chiefs to come out on top. I will go 30-24, to Kansas City. I think Juju finally has a touchdown in this game also. Yeah, I think that uh, this game, I'm, I was going to say the exact same thing, that obviously the Colts are going to bounce back after getting embarrassed last week. It's not going to be the Colts team of last week. Compl- completely different. We look at the total, and that this is a 50-and-a-half uh, team total. The Colts are going to be playing from behind, so Matt Ryan's going to be chucking the ball all day. Points are going to be scored on both sides. They're in a dome, so weather won't be a factor, which just means more offense is going to be happening. So all the signs are here for maybe a potential shootout. I think the Chiefs do end up escaping with the win. I don't think it's going to be the prettiest win. I think defensively, just because of um, going off of the dome, and two offensive that they have playmakers that can that we know and have proven to us can put up points. I think all the signs are there for a shootout. I think Chiefs win. I think it's I think it's 34 to 29. 
Yeah, I could see that. Um, Andy Reid, only five and five off of a mini buy. So, you know, he's not great with trap games like that. So we'll see. But I don't know. I think Juju needs to do something because the Colts slot the defense against the slot wide receivers is terrible so far this year. And I think he just he's got to be a PPR machine this week or it's really not working out with Juju right now. So he's got to step it up. All right. Texans Bears, um, one of two really bad games this week. We'll get to the other one in the four o'clock slate. Um, probably the probably the bottom four teams in the NFL are facing each other this week. You could probably guess the other game. Um, the Texans Bears, Chris. The Bears have to go three and two to start the season somehow. It always happens. So I feel like you got to pick the Bears here um, for no particular reason besides that. Both teams suck. It's going to be low scoring. It's going to be boring. A lot of running. I think David Montgomery will have a nice game, but besides that, it's it's going to be a, a shit game. I'll go seventeen to thirteen Bears. Yeah, this this game is going to suck. No, nothing fun's going to happen here. I think David Montgomery <laughs> will have over a hundred yards on the ground. Uh, the Bears they'll get they'll get another win, and they'll have a winning record. I, I do think I do think they suck. I want I just want to say if the Texans come out and beat them, not going to be surprised at all. These teams are not very good. Um, I just think I don't know. It's it's really tough. I can't believe I'm, I'm even like thinking about this. But I, I think the Bears win, and I, I think it's honest. I think it's ugly. I think it's ten nine. Bears must have like the easiest schedules ever to start the season because they're always like. Three and one, four and two, five and two for some reason, and they suck the rest of the year. But that's what happens when I guess you suck every year. All right, Chargers, Jags. Um, a lot of people are like picking a possible Jags upset. No, I'm not. Look, no, they had their win against Indy in Jacksonville. That was great and all. I do think the Jaguars are a better team this year. I think Trevor Lawrence has improved. But it's the Chargers. They're they're at home. They just lost to the Chiefs. They're angry. They got an easy opponent. They're gonna win this game. The Jacks will put some points, probably more garbage touchdowns, but I think it'll be overall pretty high scoring. I'll go Chargers 38, Jaguars 26. I I, I like that. I think um, the Chargers will bounce back again. Giving Herbert that extra three days rest will be very crucial as he's reportedly feeling better and better each day from that rib injury. Um, 47-point total right here. I think that the Jags will be competitive. Be competitive to an extent in this game. The Chargers, they're on that. I get they're in, they're a contender this year. Uh, I think that it's. I don't know. I really think it's not not too much of a contest. I think it's twenty eight to to twenty. Well, that's a one score game. That's somewhat of a contest. It's one of those garbage garbage time yeah, type yeah. of scores. I also am scoring a few garbage touchdowns. Christian Kirk, please. I'm starting you. I started you over Amari Cooper, who scored 29 last night. Please do something. All right. Cardinals, Rams. People are chalking this up to be a close game. Look, the Cardinals had a nice comeback win, but, and I get it. The Rams also got blown up by the Bills, but I think the Rams are just flat out a better team than the Cardinals. Um, They usually have the Cardinals number. Sean McVay is a way better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. I think, you know, Kyler Murray will put up some touchdowns here and there, but. The Rams got this one in the bag. I got it. I'll say 37 to 20 Rams. My, my biggest thing is who in the Cardinals is going to be able to cover the best wide receiver in football. Who's going to be able to stop Cooper cup, Cooper cup. He easily has 250 yard upside in him this week with three touchdowns. I mean, 
He's unstoppable, this guy. 250 yards. All right. All right. If, if that, ha- would you be surprised? No, that's a exactly, lot. Exactly. I mean, I mean, that's like his ceiling. That That's his ceiling, though. I would not I be mean, surprised. I mean, Justin Jefferson had the best game of his life two weeks ago, and it was only 189 yards. I mean, that's pretty crazy, 250, but especially if they're going to be up that early. But I, that, that means, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that means, that means that, the, that's the final excessive. score has got to be like 45 to 42. Like yeah, in no, a shootout. Yeah, and overtime, yeah, okay, maybe not that much, but 200 yards, <laughs> 200 receiving yards. Upside, 200. <laughs> okay, I'm getting, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Um, I think the, I think the Rams easily win this game. The Cardinals suck. I'm gonna say Rams. I'm gonna say Rams 37, Cardinals uh, 22. All right, and then we got Bucks Packers. A weird offense for the Packers and an injured offense for the Bucks. So you look at this game, you're like, oh, high scoring, fun game. I got no. the opposite. I think it's going to be pretty low scoring, uh, some mistakes, some turnovers. No, I'm not just saying that because I have Bucks defense and fantasy, um, which it's going to be the one week I actually start them. They're going to suck probably, but I don't know. Let's just hope for the best. I'll go with the Bucks winning this one. I'll say. I'll say 22 to 17 Packers only put up 17 in Tampa this week. Yeah. This game is weird because I felt the offense from both teams are only going to come from the running backs. Mike Evans suspended Godwin. I don't know if Godwin's going to play as of now. I think that I don't think he's expected to play. Um, I don't think he is either. Yeah. So let's just say Chris Godwin. Yeah, Chris Godwin missed another practice. Let's say so. Chris Godwin most likely he's not going to play if he doesn't suit up on Sunday. The offense is going to come from Leonard Fournette on the Bucks, and then on the Packers, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. So you're looking at three running backs where the, all the offense is going to be funneling through. That's just a recipe for a low scoring, uh, not too much fun football. Oh man, this this is tough. I just think. <sighs> Uh, both teams, the offense has been questionable. I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks get it here. I think they win in, in, in an ugly game. Um, I mean, twenty-one sixteen. Okay, pretty similar scores. Um, and then this is the other game I was referencing: the Falcons Seahawks. Um, although, don't be shocked if this is a high-scoring game because both defenses are terrible. Yeah, and shitty, I think both shitty teams offenses, playing each other usually yeah. have the recipe for oddly good game. Yeah, it could actually could it could be pretty fun and down to the wire. The, um, the funny thing is, the over under for this game is the same as the uh, Bucks Packers, so that just tells you everything you need to know right there. <laughs> All right, well, I think the uh, Packers Bucks is going to hit the under, and this is going to hit the over, so that tells you anything right there. Um, oh, Falcons fans, I think you're going to blow another lead. I just I just see it. I don't know why, but I feel like Kyle Pitts will have his game finally. You guys will go up early. By the way, Drake London, just the, someone no one's talking about, like how freaking good he is so far this year. Like he's, in my opinion, the best rookie wide receiver so far. But I know I know Garrett Wilson, Jets fans, calm down. But I think Drake London's a little bit better. Um, I have the Falcons blowing this, Chris, 36 to 33. Oh, and Geno Smith and the Seahawks are putting up 36 at home. Two and one. 
Uh, I think this game, this game's going one of two ways. How you said when it's going to be a lot of offense, a lot of fireworks, or the other way when it's just going to be face palm after face palm, pathetic, pitiful watching this game. Uh, but I'm on the side with you of that there's going to be offense scored. There's going to be points scored. It's just nobody can sit here and get excited over a Marcus Mariota and Juno Smith contest. There's weapons on both sides. I understand that. But this is, oh, man, this game is just looks like shit but with that all that being said i'm sorry go ahead go ahead no no, with all that being said i think that it's going to end off i'm going to say i'm going to say 26 23 okay so 10 points less in total uh our opinions wait who'd you say seahawks winning oh sure i didn't pick a winner yeah seattle's gonna win okay all right dk metcalf i'm benching him this week and he's definitely gonna have this long touchdown this is definitely gonna happen. Anyways, 49ers Broncos. Uh, this is a pretty important game for the Broncos here. I mean, second primetime game to start the season in three weeks against a pretty tough 49ers team, pretty tough defense. I mean, if Russell Wilson has already been struggling, I mean, this is not a bounce back game right here. Under the lights against the 49ers, it's gonna be tough. And you know, you're missing Jerry Judy. Um I don't know. I just don't – I don't see – I'm not even saying this because I'm a Chiefs fan. I just – I don't see the Broncos winning this game. I think Garoppolo is good enough to put up enough points against the Broncos defense this week. And I'll go with a pretty boring game, but I'll have the Broncos losing 23-17 to to the 49ers. Yeah, this game, it's, it's huge. It's even bigger for Denver, especially because I think if Denver loses this game – Hackett might be the uh, Mr. Nathaniel might be the first coach uh, to get the boot only three weeks in. Mr. Nathaniel. That's what I'm calling him from now on. I (laughs) mean, it's oh, it's it's not going to be. He doesn't earn the respect of us saying his last name. No, Mr. Nathaniel is what I'm going to have to call him from now on. Oh man, as much as I want to say the Broncos are going to win. I just haven't seen enough out of Denver right now for me to be confident and be like, oh, they they have a good offense. They're playing good football. Because in all reality, they're not. They're playing some really shitty football right now. And I just think that the 49ers with Garoppolo, it's not like we have to wait and see. We know what we're going to get. We know Debo Samuel is going to be involved. They're missing Elijah Mitchell. So Debo Samuel is going to be in the backfield even more than he already would be. And Kittle, I think, will be returning. So I think the 49ers win here. I think it's 24 to uh, – I think it's 24-20. All right. Got a lot of close games. And then finally, to round out the week, Giants-Cowboys. Monday night football. I'm such a Giants hater. Like, I, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win. I hate to you're say no, it. But you're no fun. You are no fun. I hate to say it. Look. This is the best defense they're playing so far this season, the Giants. I think people don't give the Cowboys defense enough credit for how solid they've been so far. Um, And Daniel Jones struggled against the Panthers. Uh, I got to see with my own eyes. He threw, what, like four passes over 10 yards the entire game against the freaking Panthers. So, I mean, you could talk about their weapons all you want, but it's not my fault they're not using Kadarius Tony or Kenny Galladay. Like, sorry, like there's nothing I can do. Daniel Jones still doesn't look great. And to be quite honest, Cooper Rush, he's one known prime time. He didn't look terrible last week. I think Zeke's going to have a bounce back week. CD Lamb's still there. Um, I think it's going to be ugly, but 
I'm sorry, Giants fans. You're gonna you're gonna come into MetLife very rowdy on Monday night, and you're gonna get your hearts broken by a division rival. I hate to be a hater, but I'm gonna go Cowboys. I'm gonna go Cowboys twenty-one to fifteen. All right. One thing about you is you're no fun. I want the Giants go for. I think the Giants can start out the season four now. That's what I'm really hoping to happen this year. Just so we can look back and say, remember how the Giants started out four now, and then they just go on a crazy losing streak, and and they finish out the season with six wins. I think that'd be pretty funny. But uh, get rid of Daniel Jones, and maybe I'll have something positive to say about you. But until then, I think the Giants do win this game. I think it's a gross game. But like like you said, with the uh, the rowdiness in MetLife right now, this is the most the Giants have had the root have had have, have had the cheer for since Odell makes that crazy one handed catch. <laughs> let's be real here. Uh, this team, you know, everything's great when you're winning, but let's just see what happens when they lose a few later in the year and then see what happens. But for now, I think they all have all the momentum with them. This is the worst quarterback they've played all season, and I know they had a good game against the Bengals, the Cowboys. I don't want to say good game, but uh. They ended up getting that surprise victory. They're feeling good. And I just think that that momentum will get stopped this week. Cowboy fans will realize, yeah, Cooper Rush isn't that guy. Jerry Jones came out and said, wouldn't it be great if we had a quarterback battle? Yeah, you'll find out this week that Dak Prescott is going to, obviously there's no quarterback battle there. But after this week, Jerry Jones will look like an idiot for even making that the type of statement. And I think the Giants win, ugly game, 20 to 13. Okay. I respect it. I just watching him in person. He just gave me no hope. No, trust me. He sucks. He sucks. We we all know he sucks, but it comes down to the point of the Cowboys Cowboys defense is too good. In my opinion. I I, I just, I I just think the stars are aligning for this three and O start. (laughs) Maybe. Yes. Just because it's football. It's unpredictable. I could see it, but look, Cowboys held the bucks to 19 points and they held the Bengals to 17 points. Um, So I got them holding the, uh, you know, 19, 17. If you're going by the pattern, you got to go 15. I got 20 to 21 to 15 Cowboys. So. Like that. I didn't even think of that. Did you, did you think about that before? No, I just did? thought about that. I literally, <laughs> I just realized that was the pattern. So well, that, that's funny. That's funny. But uh, yeah, Sam, I think that does it for every game this, uh, yeah, for this week. One thing is that the primetime games this week absolutely suck or sucked. <laughs> I mean, we are, we already had one that I got to first... be honest most of the prime time, it's the opposite of last year. Most of the primetime games so far this year haven't been too good. Really quick, going back to that Steelers-Browns game, there was a point in the first quarter when I said to myself, this game might end in a 0-0 tie. There, there was a legit <laughs> point when I said that to myself. You could say that for any Steelers game, I feel like. Like, you just wouldn't be surprised if it was 0-0. It's just so painful watching that team, knowing that legit, my baby cousin could could call better plays. <laughs> It's it's it's, it's my dog could call better players. <laughs> no, I'm just excited for another week of football. I I can't wait. I know that there's going to be some crazy highlights. Um, I'm excited, but I'm really excited to see Amon Ross St. Brown and Justin Jefferson go at it this week. That's that's what I'm yeah, excited for. That's an underrated matchup. And like you said, with the high, please football gods, can you bring some highlights to MetLife Stadium this weekend? It was. It was a close, intense, fun game that I went to last week, but there was, like, no highlights. I want to watch Jamar Chase fucking go for a 60-yard touchdown. I want to see T. Higgins moss a guy. I want to see Joe Flacco light it up. Like, I just want to see some fireworks. So, you know, I don't want to have to go into Instagram and see all that I'm missing out on a red zone. But, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm I hoping guess... for a good game overall. 
before we get out of here, no surprise that this news, um, Michael Pittman will be playing this week. Not really a shocker there, but got to let the people know. I would love to have Trent McDuffie back, but it's going to be a few more weeks. Anyways, that's it. We'll see you guys next week for um, the week three recap. And uh, everyone enjoy your football weekend. We'll see you guys later.